Hey guys, welcome to the Freedom Nation podcast. And on today's show, I got to interview Chris Anderson. Chris is a podcast consultant. He started originally as a podcaster and started working with people in the media space. And people kept asking him about how to get their podcast out there better. And Chris decided to begin to help a few people. And eventually that turned into a business for him. And he's been doing that for several years now. So I hope you enjoy this episode. We will see you on the other side. Welcome to the Freedom Nation podcast with Jeff Kickle. On this show, Jeff shares his expertise in financial and retirement planning from a different perspective. Planning for your Freedom Day, which is the first day that you wake up and have enough income or assets and do not have to go to work that day. Learn how to calculate what you need, how to generate income sources, and listen to interviews from others who've done it themselves. Get ready to experience your own Freedom Day. Welcome, 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 Freedom Nation. Hey, it's here. It's Jeff here, and I've got Chris Anderson with me today. Chris is the CEO of Elevate Media Group, and he is a podcast consultant, a podcaster, is really building a legacy for his family. So welcome to the show, Chris. How you doing? Hey, Jeff. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. I am so excited to have you on. Really looking forward to learning a little bit about how you got to where you're at. So why don't we kick it off with your story? How did you get to where you're at today? Wow. Yeah. Where do we begin with that? Uh, <laughs> that's a loaded one. Um, you know, Elevate is a couple years old. It started through me getting my ego and pride out of the way um, because I wanted to start a business. And I, I quit my job in 2020, right when the pandemic hit in Indiana. It's perfect time, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, they didn't want any income coming in during that time or anything. So of course you were a no trainer anyhow. So <laughs> yeah, didn't help. I, I, I know business experience. <laughs> I was an athletic trainer before, so I wasn't really making that much anyways, just been a lot of hours, but so I guess let's take a step back. Athletic training. Why did I even mm. decide to do that in the first place? And it has a lot to do with my upbringing and, you know, just my drive to make a difference and help people. Mm. I mean, I know a lot of people have that same desire and, and mine's always been, you know, how can I do what I'm doing day in and day out, but leave people a little bit better than they were. And so, mm. you know, I was like, oh, athletes, students, like they, they're at an age because I knew where I was at that age. Like they're at an age that, you know, positive influence, positive, you know, motivation in their lives could be huge, critical. Mm -hmm. And so I started down that journey and I loved it. I got married, you know, 2016 and Started then really get into personal development, professional development, you know, how to build business. And my eyes started being open to what else could mm. be out there. You know, what else could I do with my life? And then I really started like, you know, athletic training is great. I get to make an impact, but it's, it's only so much. And yeah. I've spent a lot of time at work when now I have a responsibility to, to my wife and mm -hmm. to lead the home and eventually kids, which now we have. And so that it just really started playing in my head. Like, is this really what I want? Is this like, what do I really want? Life's short already. After we got married, we had a couple, uh, a handful, basically all our grandparents passed away, all the living ones we hmm. had in the next like three years. We lost all the, our, all our remaining grandparents and you know, other people had passed away and it's just like, really like life is short. Like yeah, a lot of those were <laughs> unexpected. And so it's like, we don't know when our time is. And so Spending more time at work, late nights, early mornings, you know, two-a-days, treatments. I was like, 
there's, there's gotta be more. Hmm. So I really started praying about it. Faith is a big part of my journey and just felt the call to start my own business. Didn't know what that looked like. Didn't know how. And, you know, fast forward to 2020, finally got the call and and the push enough to feel like it was time. And Hmm. so started that journey, wanted to help people do the same thing, take that leap, build something, but I hadn't done it yet. So there was Hmm. that disconnect. So I was just basically going on learning. Savings was dwindling and uh, (laughs) faith was growing. Savings was dwindling. So, Hmm. you know, we had good and bad there. But yeah, I got to the point where it was like, look what people are doing. Like your podcast has been going to, since 2019. It's been doing mm-hmm. well. You're in the top percentage globally listened to, you know, things are happening. So people start yeah. asking, Hey, how do you do that? How do you grow? And I didn't want to do anything in the podcasting space. So like <laughs> when I started, I, I was like, no, like, uh, why that? And I finally was like, wait, look what is being given to you. Like this mm-hmm. is an opportunity for you to come alongside other people who have a story to share who have motivation, inspiration, knowledge to share with the world and make a difference. And you could be a part of that. Mm-hmm. So you can be a drop in their bucket that ripples out into to multiple uh, people. I was like, okay, get Chris out of the way and into what I've been good at, what I've done and take what I've learned now and put it all together. And so that's what mm-hmm. I did, started Elevate. And uh, it's been growing uh, ever since and super grateful for you know, what it's provided so far and what it's going to continue to provide as we keep pushing forward. And yeah, I guess that's a long short of the whole the, journey. The long today, story really. short. I'd say yeah, it's I great. Guess, I mean, yeah. it's such a great story. So let's talk a little bit about Elevate. So what what is it exactly that you do in that space? Yeah, we, we come alongside mainly online coaches who are more solidified. Mm. Uh, we say six to seven figure business owners who are ready to take that next step in sharing mm. their story with the world, sharing their expertise, getting out there in front of more people through video podcasting. Mm. And so we will help them launch their own shows. We do a lot of the legwork work for them so they don't have to spend a lot of hours because they're already busy enough. Mm-hmm. And then once they record, we do post-recording production. So we take the video files, the audio files, edit them, and then create micro video content that then they can share on social media within their marketing strategies. And again, do it for them so they don't have to spend mm-hmm. the hours and hours getting that all done. Um, and we're actually recently, is a pretty exciting thing, is starting to do in-person, on-location recordings for hmm. brands and businesses where okay. we'll, come, uh, we'll come show up or they can come to us and we can record in-person interviews for them or training modules for them on location. Hmm. Uh, so that's something we're adding to our, our ability to do uh, at a very high level. So yeah. we're excited to do that. I, I like being on, on set on those things because yeah, I like ne- meeting new people, being in person with people. So it's a it's a fun uh, addition we're doing. Well, I could see as, you know, now we're kind of back into the world of conferences mm-hmm. and things like that. You can easily kind of, you know, hook up with one of these folks that's at a conference that may be speaking and, yeah. you know, instantly record, you know, a, a season of, of, you know, stuff right then and there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I, that is that's really cool, and I think that's a cool service, especially for someone that's a busy coach that mm-hmm. you know is successful, but they just know that they need to add that next level because so many people today, I think, is it's getting your message out there, and you know, having that continual message be out there to, to get your point across to a lot of yep. people and and be on whatever sure. media you could be on. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, so, it's, it's a pivotal know, part. 
to build trust. All right. Well, I mean, yeah. to build trust on video and for these brands and businesses, like it's, it's needed in our world now, even mm-hmm. more so because everyone's online so much. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and you've got, you know, even more video channels today than mm-hmm. used to be. You know, it used to be YouTube and that was pretty much it. And then you had a few of its yep. competitors, but every social media channel now, you know, has got some kind of video exposure and, and is really pressing it. So, you know, there's yeah. that, that's, sh- has to be almost your your primary, you know, or, or what you lead with in most yep. cases. For now, sure. you know, when you look at uh, somebody that let's say I'm a successful coach, I'm looking to add this in. What does that process look like, you know, from your perspective of launching, you know, mm-hmm. a, a video channel or whatever? Yeah. So a lot of these obviously individuals, these businesses, they already have their brand set up. They've got yeah. that kind of look, feel already figured out. So we get to take that, what that brand style guide is and implement it into our process of creating them, you know, their, their video intro and outro, their audio intro and outro, their templated, their templates to use for social media where they can also take it and create their own as well. A part Hmm. of what, from what we're doing. So we get that all created. We work uh, and get them set up on the back end in their podcast host site which is where we can then upload their audios to get out, put out into the podcast universe. And then we get them in all the directories. So your directories are, you know, Apple, Spotify, mm-hmm. Podica, uh, Pandora, all those. So we do that all in the back end, get that all done for them. Uh, and then, yeah, once we have all that solidified, we consult them on, you know, hey, this is what your setup looks like right now on camera. Here are some tips that you could implement right now with what you have. Hmm. to improve that. And then here's the next kind of level that you're looking at going towards when you want to, you know, invest a little bit more into, you know, your location of where you're shooting. Hmm. Awesome. And then uh, ongoing. So, I mean, is this typically like a subscription service that you're doing with them? Yeah, pretty much. Most clients do a month to month package. Very few ever do the year, like a year at a time, uh, which Hmm. is just simpler for a lot of people. So month to month, and yeah, they just, we have an online dashboard. They submit their files for their episodes and then we take them and we do the rest and they get all the content back. Their episodes are scheduled and we even have a package where we can reach out to their guests as well and let the guests know it's live with links and all the content as well. Nice. That's fantastic. Well, and I mean, that's just, that's a service that a lot of us need. You know, I mean, I've, I've just thinking myself, it's like, I mean, I've got four different channels. We've got a couple of different messages that we put out on those, those different channels, yep. you know, and just, if you interview a guest, just even letting them know, Hey, this is up and running. And, you know, we've done the, the video podcast on one channel, the audio <laughs> podcast on other things and trying to get it, you know, in front of people or, or to make sure that they know that it's even out and about uh, So that's even yep. a wonderful service there. You know, what do you, what are the things that you attribute a successful podcast too. You know, when, when somebody is getting out there, getting it launched, what are, what are some of the keys to success? You know, what gets the downloads or what gets the views? Yeah. The one big thing is just obviously being yourself because one, hmm. it comes across as natural. It's easier. You'll be able to stay with that better than if you're trying to, you know, pretend to be someone else on camera. So hmm. that's the first thing. And then the second is just making sure you understand your audience and their needs and what they want, like, what are they looking for? What do they want you to provide information for and, and really hone in on that uh, mm-hmm. so that you, you collect data from them. You can go reach out and say, hey, this is what we're thinking about doing. 
XYZ topic, would that be a benefit like to you if you're to listen and just take that feedback and, and run with it and, and, you know, incorporate that into what you do. That's a big part because if you're not putting out what people want, then they're not mm-hmm. going to, they're not going to tune in. It could be what you think is great and what you want to yeah. do, but if no one else wants to listen to that, then you're just talking to no one. So that's the second thing. And then the third thing, and, you know, some people go back and forth or you hear, you know, all over the place is audio. Um, hmm. Making sure you have good audio. And even with the video podcast, we say make sure your audio quality is the best you can do first because people have more grace with video quality. But when the audio quality is off or isn't there, that's that presents a bigger problem. More people will you know, leave or not tune in because, you know, listening to it, it just irritates them or whatever it might be. So mm-hmm. that would be the, the next the last thing is just focus on really good audio quality to begin with. Uh, and then, you know, improve everything from there. Yeah. Now, in your world, you you mostly do video podcasts. So are mm-hmm. you uploading those onto the the podcast channels as video? No. We're, so we take the okay. full audio file, the episode and do that uploaded. And then most of our clients, because they want a certain schedule on their YouTube, they'll upload the YouTube video. Okay. that That's what I was trying to figure out because... You yep. know, I know a lot of those channels can, and in the past, I I had run a video podcast on mm-hmm. you know the the podcast channels, and and we never seemed to get traction because it seems yeah. like you know people are like I'm on the podcast, I'm listening to a podcast, I want to listen, I'm mm-hmm. not wanting to watch, you know, I'm I'm yep. doing other things, and then if I'm watching YouTube, I don't want audio, I want video, I want to see you, yeah, yep. at that point, hundred percent, yep, and it's. We do it because the, the future is video again, because yeah. everyone can do audio and mm-hmm. then those who step up their game and do video are going to build better connections and things of that nature. But then also with the video, you record one thing, mm-hmm. one video file, we can take it, we can take the audio from that. And then of course, on top, even if you're doing it yourself, you can take the audio from the video file and use it mm-hmm. as a podcast, You the video for YouTube, and then you can have the video for micro video content. Then you can take the transcript. And you can take, you know, quotes if you're doing quote cards or carousels. You can take, you know, top three things you learned. So like one recording amasses a a great amount of content for you to put out there uh, in your marketing strategy. Absolutely. Well, and that's, you know, you create one thing one time versus a whole bunch of things. Mm -hmm. You know, you just never get to the end if you do it that way. So I think that's a really smart approach to doing this. And it keeps you from having to create tons and tons of content that, you don't really need to, you know, you don't need to recreate over time. Right. Yep. So, you know, when somebody gets out there, they get successful. Now, is there, you know, do you feel like, okay, just doing the podcast is enough or is that just part of their overall business strategy? Yeah, definitely just part of the overall business strategy. And a lot of people uh, at that level understand that using the podcast for multiple facets. So a lot of them will try to structure the show so they can invite guests on who bring a benefit Mm. to their audience, but also are within their target client market. So it's an easy way to open the door for conversation, build that relationship. And now it's now both parties are warmed up to each other. Then it can be the conversation or the process to get to that, you know, quote unquote sales call, but it just builds a relationship better, which is what sales should be building a relationship. And then when there's a need, you can present it a lot simpler that way, but you decrease that that sales process mm-hmm. because a lot who who doesn't want to go on a podcast talk about themselves, what they do, yeah. and, and share 
with no strings attached really. So hmm. um, a lot of them are using that way, but a lot, yeah, a lot, it's like the top of the funnel. So hmm. that's like the immense value. People can get started getting to know you on the video and, and audio podcast. They can hear, you know, they can hear how you present things. They can hear about your, you know, your free offer. So if you have like a lead magnet podcast free value, then you're offering a free lead magnet within the podcast. They go to that. Then they get in your deeper funnel and they move down the chain kind of to, you know, oh, here's the course or here's the book, whatever it might be. Hmm. That's awesome. What, you know, where do you think, because you're, you're there at the forefront, what do you think the next five years of podcasting is going to be? Because it seems like everybody's got yeah. a podcast now. Right. I mean, it's right. just literally anybody who's anybody has a podcast, you know, and I, I, I worry that it's almost an overwhelming amount mm-hmm. of people that have podcasts. What do you think is the next big thing? In our industry. Yeah, I mean, and we're we're seeing a lot of people, a lot of shows stopping, hmm. especially now that we're like a good deal past COVID. More people are having to go back to work now, so hmm. there's less work from home happening. So less people have time to do that because they, when they get started, they don't understand the the work it takes to yeah. have a a quality show. You can, I mean, hmm. record from your iPhone and, and be out in your car and you know be at that that point, but again. Not most people aren't going to want to listen to something of that quality, unfortunately, for a, a long time, just from what we found. So, you know, the next five years, we're going to really kind of see those who are serious about it, those who understand how to use it as a tool to benefit not only those listening, but, you know, benefit what they're trying to do as well with their brand and business. And so we're going to see a lot, a lot of shows kind of fall away. We're going to see start, we're going to start seeing more high quality shows, whether that be with content with the, you know, setup, with the look of things, people are going to start taking it more serious, but we're also going to see, and it'll be interesting to see exactly how this ties in, but the rise of AI hmm. within the podcasting space itself, we've actually played around with it with a couple of recent episodes of using like an AI avatar as part of the episode. So hmm. we had an AI avatar kind of close out the show. I mean, you can definitely tell it's, it, there's a difference from seeing a real person on camera versus hmm. an AI. But just that as a, as a start, we have AI doing our intro and outro now. We had an AI actually, we got a recording from a sh- uh, an episode we were on, uh, another show I was on, and got, got the okay to use it. And we actually had AI ask the questions and I responded. Hmm. So it just we're just like trying to play around with that just to see the feedback from people. Because yeah. I could see... And there, there has been some that have been just, they're starting to be just straight AI shows, which is... How lazy I, can I mean, you be? My God. It, yeah, it is. But it's, <laughs> it's I kind of see it as like, it's, that's kind of ingenious too, because yeah. if you can have a, a script wrote that you're going to read anyways, mm. and you're just running everything, and then you feed it to the, you know, the AI, and it spits out a video of it reading it, and it's fairly good, mm. it takes out a lot of the you know, ambient noises that you might have to deal with in a studio. So it's an interesting dynamic. And again, it'll be different because it's not going to be like an actual person. But in five years, I don't know. But I I could foresee it happening one uh, in our generation where we have, you know, the the hologram type situation where you can listen to Joe Rogan, but he pops up kind of in the room, you know, hmm. uh, and I don't know what that, how long we are from that, but I could see that becoming the next thing almost. But yeah, it's, it's interesting with the AI din- dynamic, the avatars, what people can do with AI now. 
you can make your own AI. So I could yeah. make an AI of myself and, and have him talk in my voice. Um, I've heard some some influencers and, and higher people that I watch do that some with their content, and it's really interesting. Hmm. So yeah, I'm, I'm keeping my you know eye to that to see how that starts implementing into the, uh, the video podcasting me, space. Kind of makes me think of uh, Tim Allen's uh, Santa Claus Two. You know, uh, yeah, replicate replicate mm-hmm. him. And, <laughs> yeah. He, some might say he's got an interesting sheen to him. He's somewhat yeah. plastic. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's it's kind of like that, but it, like it yeah. will get to the point where that's normal. Yeah, like people will start getting content from things like that, and so then it there won't be a like, oh, that's AI. I can tell that. Like it'll be, mm. like, yeah, that's AI. That's how yeah. I listen. Like it's going to be an interesting to see how fast that shift happens, I think. Well, I just, I finished a, uh, a course uh, that I'm launching for, you know, because I'm teaching people how to, to do things that they can, you know, generate income from. And I just mm-hmm. created a course on, uh, on how to use ChatGPT to write a yep. book, you know, and I, I do this as proof because I just finished a book using ChatGPT. And I mean, yeah. you know, it's not like I'm, taking everything that comes out of there and just saying, oh, hey, copy, paste, put it in the book. Right. It's It gets you 90% of the way there. It's then you tool. add your personal stories in and kind of flesh yep. it out a little bit. You know, yep. it's going to give you a skeleton with some muscle on it. Yeah. You just have to it's finish like a, it out. A friend of mine, uh, Ruben Alvarez said, he posted the other day, he said, you shouldn't be scared about AI taking your job. You should yeah. be scared about the person who knows how to use AI taking your job. Taking your job. <laughs> that's, I think, even better. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 I mean, there's going to bad anything. And, yeah. you know, AI is such a strong tool that we're going to be able to do a lot more. I'm excited for it. Uh, oh, but I, I know I, there, there are always dangers, but um, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, everybody, everybody thinks it's going to be the Terminator taking over the yeah. world and all this. And it's, it's really not. I mean, it, you know, yes, theoretically, could that happen? Yes, it could. I robot. Yeah. Yeah. I robot, whatever it is. But, you know, I mean, the only I robot I want is my, my little cleaner on the floor yeah, that, uh, right. that, you know, kind of has half ass works half the time, but yes, you know, I, I think, I look back over probably the last six months and the volumes and volumes of content that I've been able to create as a result yep. of using ChatGPT is mm-hmm. immense. I mean, I would have never been able to complete as many yep. projects as I've completed, uh, blog articles, books, you know, just all of this stuff. And yeah. and you can just take one piece and flip it to another piece. You know, you do a blog article. Okay, now write me a script for a podcast episode. You know, yep. w- write me a you know fourteen day um, email campaign that I can send out based yeah. on this. Right in you it's, know a yep. social media calendar. I mean, there's just so many oh, things yeah. that you can do that before required hours and hours and hours of that, you know, and yep. I want people to have freedom. I don't want them to, you know, be chained to a, a desk trying to create content constantly. Right. For sure. Absolutely. So, I mean, you think, I mean, the, when the printing press was invented, I'm sure people complained oh, that it yeah. was going to take scribes jobs, but, oh, yeah. uh, you know, now Which it I did. Mean, yeah. yeah. But they, you got to innovate, you've got to change, you got to adapt and yeah. we always will. I mean, there'll always be something. I mean, you, you look at radio stations. Course, no? I mean, radio mm-hmm. stations for years controlled everything and yeah. we're on a radio station right now. It's one that I own and I have control over, you know, yep, I own absolutely. my own TV station. I own my own newspaper, 
all of those things, I, I think, you know, the beauty of today's world is we've been able to those advancements, which have happened very, very quickly, have democratized a lot of the media that, mm -hmm. you know, before was controlled by very large corporations. And now, hey, you know, anybody can anybody can be in the media at this point, whatever level yep. you want and whatever you're excited about doing. Absolutely. Yeah, it's exciting. Now, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm all about like innovation and efficiency. And hmm? uh, so, yeah, it's an exciting thing. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's transition into the fast five questions okay. now. So you ready? All right. All right. I'm you ready. Wake up in the morning. Number one, wake up in the morning. Business is gone. You have a laptop computer, 500 bucks in your pocket, a place to live, food and clothing. What are you going to do first? Yeah. You know, probably pray <laughs> real quick. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. No, but yeah, for sure. We'll do that. But then I would go into, you know, uh, research mode. What hmm. big problems are out there right now? What big problems are in the marketplace? And, and a lot of those probably, honestly, will, would stem around AI uh, or technology of some sort. Because I kind of, I lean into that anyways, just naturally with my, like what I'm good at. So yeah, I would just go, hey, what issues are people having in a field that is prospering, that's growing, mm -hmm. that's doing well? So what, what problem is out there that I could solve? Mm-hmm. Is it something that someone would pay for? Mm -hmm. Okay. Answer those two questions. And then, you know, what's the method of me delivering that solution? So that'd mm -hmm. be the first thing I'd do. I would go and figure that out as fast as possible. I would create some sort of, I would probably use ChatGPT to ask all mm -hmm. these questions and then go get some data from people in like a Facebook group. And then I would, I would create a quick checklist or something that, that helps people within that problem, within that market, start collecting information and then say, Hey, I have the solution. We're launching this. Boom. You get a discounted rate. Boom, boom. And then sell it before it's launched. Make sure people like it. Uh, people like it and then create it and, and keep going. That's probably Love what I would it. do. I'd probably do all that in a day. Yeah. Yeah. And then get, then you can create the course or whatever. Yeah. yeah the and then service it's just reselling, it reselling, you know, over, you know, a week or so. And, and then yeah, getting it created and, and boom. I love it. Fantastic. <laughs> All right. Second question. What's your biggest business mistake? Oh, myself. <laughs> my ego, my, <laughs> not, not starting uh, Elevate soon enough, like wanting to do my own thing and not like seeing the signs of what was there. Like what, again, not seeing the problem that was there and what I was mm -hmm. good at solving and that people were willing to pay for it. Uh, I yeah. didn't do that fast enough. Uh, granted, you know, this is my journey and it's, it's worked out has, and you know, I believe it worked out should, but I would say, yeah, just removing my ego and pride from the situation and seeing it from an outside perspective, more or, so, yeah. more or less to say. Yeah. I love that answer. What's a good book that you'd recommend for our audience? I have so many. So fun fact, <laughs> while I'm trying to think of this, I actually got an app called bookshelf and mm -hmm. put all my books on it so I could track them. And this isn't to say I'm some scholar who's amazing and it's just, it might be actually, hey, watch out for this guy. He's weird. But I have over <laughs> 810 books on my shelves. That is awesome. I, I don't know. I love the hardback books. I, I mm. have not read close to any of them, but I'm slowly getting my way through. But uh, the best book out there, man, that's a, that's a good question because there are a couple. I mean, Think and Grow Rich is a great one mm. that really helped kind of open it's my such eyes. such a good classic, things. yeah. 
Yeah, it is. It really is. I'm working my way. So this is funny. I'm finally working my way through the School of Greatness by Lewis Howes. Okay. Uh, and if you guys know who that is, amazing, you know. If not, he has a podcast, been doing it since like, mm, oh, oh, like 10 years, I think, or something hmm. like that. School of Greatness podcast. And he's one of the reasons I quit my job and started a podcast and all that. <laughs> like I got into his podcast somehow and learned from him and all his guests. I was like, oh my gosh, there's so much that's possible out there. So that's, I mean, he was like a big mentor just through audio for yeah. me. And I never read his book. <laughs> I mm. never read his book and he's been out for a long time. And so I finally got it and I'm reading through it in a couple chapters in and it's it's going to be a good one. I can tell. What's the, what's one I, you know, I, I read so many good ones that I, it's hard to, <laughs> it's hard it's to like pinpoint. To, um, what's your favorite child? Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the quietest one at the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think Thinking Grow Rich is a classic one. Hmm. What one did I just read? Hmm. The Last Arrow. That was a good okay. one. And it's Interesting. by Edwin, Edwin McGregor or something. The hmm. Last Arrow. But basically, it's about his journey with cancer. Oh, interesting. And seeing life as like, like firing all your arrows, like never giving hmm. up. Like, And in that book was around, it was the fall before I actually quit my job. So to end of 2019, and it was talking about burning the boats. Sometimes you have to burn the boats and, <laughs> and go forward, you know, either lose yeah. or die. Basically he's, he said, yep. Aaron, you know, you fired the last arrow and, and you give everything you have. And that was a really, that was a really good one. It's, it doesn't have to do with business. It was just like mm. in general. It's just um, life lessons. Yeah. Yeah. Life lessons. And, and it just lined up perfectly with where I was at in life and what I was hearing you know, just through my quiet time and, and then come in April where I heard like burn the boats, like, trust me, burn the boats. And yeah. so I was like, oh my gosh, like this is all signs. I believe in that. And so that was a really good one. The last arrow burning, was really good. I, yeah, I, I kind of worked that, uh, that route myself was burn the boats mm-hmm. and then, yeah. then figure it out from there. So, uh, yeah. wouldn't always recommend that for everybody, nope. but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't usually yeah. recommend it. It's, uh, yeah, it's and you'll only do it once. I will tell you that. Yes. There, there's yep. a reason why you burn the boats because you only do it once. If you're not prepared, it can be a little ugly on the backside. But uh, absolutely, yeah, uh, been there, done that, and and mm-hmm. have the uh, have the tattoos to show for it. So, <laughs> yeah. What's a tool that you use in your business every day that you might recommend for our audience? Monday. It's called Monday. Monday. If you haven't heard of it, it's CRM project management task tool, basically. Just keeps me and the team on track with what client stuff we have going on, what parts are done, what's upcoming, due dates, things like that. Um, mm-hmm. Every day, every day. Okay. Yep, that one's I love that it. one's for sure number one. Yeah, yeah. Monday, Monday, Monday. Love it. Mm-hmm. Final question: What is okay. your definition of freedom? Yeah, my definition of freedom it would be being able to set my own schedule, hmm. not having someone dictate my time. And the amount of money I can make, it's all on me that way, mm-hmm. which is, again, why I kind of quit my job. So, yeah, that would that would be my definition of freedom because it allows me, you know, to work from home and spend, spend time mm-hmm. with my little guys now who, you know, 20 months and one month old. So uh, I get to I get to be in the thick of it, watch them grow up. Yeah. And I love it. I love the chaos, uh, even though it can be overwhelming sometimes. I love being able to be here, even though I'm like in my office just go walk out there and, and, you know, and see them and, and be able to raise them here and not have to have someone else do it. And, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, just be able to 
build something that's going to outlive me and give them freedom yeah. you know, for generations to come is the whole. Oh, so, it. yeah, my definition of freedom is just being able to, you know, control my time, my actions and, and be able to not have a basically not have a limit on what I can do and and create money wise. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. That is the true definition of freedom, man. Mm-hmm. Well, Chris, if somebody wants to get a hold of you, what's the best way? Yeah, the best way probably reach out to me uh, on Instagram. I still manage my own okay. DMs there at chris.t.anderson. Again, feel free if you have any questions on, on video podcasting, pa- podcasting, business, life, whatever. I, I love talking to people. <laughs> That's why I started hmm. a podcast. So I'll answer your questions best I can, direct you to who can answer them if I can't. And I, yeah, I just love building new relationships and, and meeting new people. So reach out there. Always open. Love it. We'll, uh, we'll put that information down in the show notes, folks. So Great. wherever you're watching or listening to this, make sure you check out the show notes and Chris's information in there and certainly reach out to him. He, he opened that up for you. So make sure you reach out. Thanks for being on, Chris. I appreciate it. Look forward to seeing uh, what, what all happens with your media company. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me on. Thanks, man. Well, folks, we do the show twice a week, Monday, or Tuesdays and Thursdays. We are also with our companion YouTube site. So we're on all the the major podcast channels. But with our companion YouTube site, we're putting up a ton of information right now in anticipation of the Freedom Day book coming out in about three to four weeks. So make sure that you are subscribed to all of our channels so you're getting all the content as we put it out. And you're getting yourself connected for an offer when the book comes out of uh, a a very discounted rate for our listeners. So make sure that you keep connected wherever we're at so you don't miss a show and don't miss an offer. Thanks a lot. And we will see you guys back here the very next time. Thank you for listening to the Freedom Nation podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and all the major channels. Wherever you're listening, please subscribe to the channel and leave a rating and review. If you have friends and family that could benefit from their own Freedom Day, please share with them. Finally, join Freedom Nation by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.